Yo, 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 what's going on? Stepping into the court. This is your host, Coach JP3, joined by Coach K, Coach Payton, Coach Murph. What up? Yo, yo, yo. We got NFL talk for y'all. We got some NBA talk. And it's good to be back. It's been a little while, you know. Be back. Be back in it. So there's some unhappy people out here in this NFL offseason. You got people getting these big contracts, including Daniel Jones got a decent contract. You know, Lamar got his money. You got defensive players getting their money. But the running backs, the running backs, you know, D-Hop got his money. You know, the running backs, like, man, it just seems like the value is not there. And, and so, Coach Moore, what do you think about the running back position? Why is it being devalued so much in the NFL now? Uh, I don't think it's the running back position per se being devalued, but I think they're devaluing premium bell cow backs because of so many teams now are just so run by committee that it's kind of like, oh, well, like, yeah, you're Saquon, but also we got, you know, we see like four or five other teams that you know, probably half your talent, but it's two, three guys that we can rotate and they're having pretty much the exact same success. Not knowing or also paying attention to what weapons uh, in terms of quarterbacks and receivers that also assist those styles of running. So, like, Kansas City, like you go to the Super Bowl, Kansas City and the Eagles run by committee team, but you have somebody like Pat Mahomes that can pull a defense away because of the threat of his arm. And then you got somebody like Jalen Hurst that can run. Uh, that's a run threat of his own. Then you look at Baltimore, Baltimore, they're run by a committee team. And then you just have all these other teams, uh, you know, the 49ers, but, What people have to understand is that when you have a supreme talent and he's the talent for the team, not just for the position, you have to pay that guy. That's why I said it was a mistake to pay Daniel Jones versus over Saquon. You should have franchise tagged Daniel Jones because Saquon is more proven. Daniel Jones had a decent season for his standards, not even like for a quarterback. It was just a decent season. He didn't mess mess it up for them. That's all he did. And then y'all treated that like that was golden. That was more so coaching than his talent to me. And that defense was elite last year. That also made him look good. So, I just think it's more so they're just looking at they're looking starting to look down upon, you know, premium bill cowbacks because you know that Saquon and I know, you know, Henry's been getting nicked here and there, but those are kind of like the premier two now because Zeke phased out. I think Zeke is also another reason why people are looking at those type of backs sideways, but also like Zeke had other issues that Saquon doesn't have. So I'm I I'm I want Saquon to stand on this and, and, and sit out. Yeah, so what about um Josh Jacobs? You know, he couldn't get a deal done with, with the Raiders. Yeah, I I agree with that too because with Josh he what led led the led the league in in rushing yards. Or she was a rushing leader last year. And you don't have Derek Carr anymore. I mean, you do got, you know, Devontae Adams still, but who knows how long that'll be because he, you know, mentioned, like, he didn't sign up for this. So, like, w where's the money going to? Y'all not putting it into y'all's defense because it's been trash for years. Mm -hmm. Waller's gone, too. And, yeah, and y'all lost Waller because of, you know, McDaniels wanted to be in his feelings about stuff. Um. So, like, what? Well, what are y'all doing? Like, who? Who else is the money going to go to? 
Jimmy G is, has just been a bridge quarterback for the past couple years. He gets somewhere, he plays well, gets injured, somebody takes his spot, he moves on. What's going to be the difference here? Thing is wild is like Saquon was what about forty percent of the Giants' offense like last year, so it was so wild. It was a, it was a huge number like that, and where he was, uh, was it fifth in touches? You know, so they throw the ball to him, they hand it off to him, and I'm like, yo, like you just pay all your money to the quarterback. Now I get the quarterback market is different than the running back market. But like you really think that Daniel Jones is gonna be able to shine that and, and they just brought um they signed James Robinson, the Giants did. And I was like, James Robinson's good, but he is no Saquon. So I don't know what their what their goal here is. And I and it was funny because I was I was listening to uh speak and they were talking to Shady McCoy about and he was like, you know what's interesting? is that it's reported that they were a couple million dollars off. And he was like, I don't think so. Like, because usually players, if you're a couple million dollars off, one side is going to work on you kind of meeting the middle somewhere. Like, mm -hmm. especially your Saquon Barkley, you're in New York City, you can get an endorsement to cover like a million dollars or something like that, right? You don't you don't need like all mm -hmm. of it. Um, or if you're the team, you can, well, um, all right, how about if we're two million apart, how about we give you the one, one, one million or 1. 1.5 or something like that? Or, hey, how about this is the contract, but we'll throw a bonus on top of that to cover some of that we couldn't get you on the on the guaranteed um, contract. Like they'll figure something out. That tells, I think that tells us that there is, that they are farther apart than what was reported as far as guaranteed money is concerned. They're idiots. The way... <laughs> The way that players are moving nowadays, especially at the court, like the quarterback position is being over flooded and people are just trying to, you got, you got the Falcons that stood on Ritter instead of getting Lamar Jackson. You had the 49ers that had three quarterbacks just sitting there on their roster before Jimmy G ultimately ended up outing, but you could have been in a sweepstakes and grab one of them. Like, Hey, let me get Jimmy G. Let me get Trey Lance. You got I'd rather y'all go get Jameis Winston from the Saints. I don't know. But, like, it's just, like, at this point, I just believe in the coaching of Dayball so much that you could have got pretty much anybody else cheaper or the same price and be just as fine because I think that's how dynamic Saquon is. And if he does not play this year, you're going to see that. Like, y'all could have went and got Garner Minshew before he went to the Colts. Like, they had options. They had options. Hey, they could go get Carson Wentz for a deal for all I care. What you thinking, Coach K? No, I was just going to say I agree. Uh, I was actually going to say I blame it all on uh, Zeke. Mm. I mean, he got overpaid and he saw what happened there. I mean, plus, like, you know, you have quarterbacks passing the ball a lot more, too. So, I mean, and like with mo like the mobility of quarterbacks, it it makes it less prevalent. But I mean, no, uh, it, it's just it's crazy because like since was well, since like two thousand, it was like since two thousand ten. The it's actually the the franchise tag has actually gone down down nine hundred thousand. Like it, like the two lowest paid positions is it's the kicker and then it's the court, it's the running back. Yep. So that's which is absolutely just crazy for me. Like, whoever would have saw that coming? Yeah. yeah. What you thinking, Coach Place? I mean, I really don't have anything to add, honestly. I, I can't. I mean,. Losers are going to find a way to lose, man. The oversaturated QB market um, is taken away from the running back market. Like, paying a QB, they're important, but paying a QB $50 million, outside of Patrick Mahomes, who's really worth $50 million? Like, let's really look at that. Outside of Patrick Mahomes, maybe borderline Joe Burrow, and Lamar Jackson, because he carries literally like 70% of the offense. Who's really like 
worth fifty million dollars. Yeah. So now they're playing these astronomical numbers and contracts and guaranteeing all this money. And they really don't they think they, they can be cheap on running backs, but elite running backs are like literally a dime like a penny a dozen, like it or a dime a dozen or whatever they say. It's not really common when they have uh people like Saquon, Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey. That's not really common. So I don't I'm not understanding why they don't pay him. At least give them like two years deals um until they retire. But I just I don't know, man. It's kinda football's kind of becoming a little watered down. They don't let you hit. They don't want to play running backs. They want to school. They don't want you to like they don't want receivers to work hard because you can't jam corners after like five yards or fight or any touch and just I mean it's kinda like you might as well do seven oh seven, it feels like. Well, also, uh, another point to, you know, the game, um, Julian Edelman was on the the New Heights podcast, and he was talking about with all the rule changes in terms of the things you can and can't do in the game and then the shortening of preseason and mini camps and all that stuff, he said that the game has been getting sloppy. So that's because of – people aren't getting that repetition and practice and stuff like that. So that's another reason for, you know, the probably the watered downness in, in terms of, you know, football play. But <clears throat> the if Saquon sits out, like there there's nothing to speak on in terms of the Raiders. We already know like they weren't going to do nothing really in the AFC West anyways, but if Saquon sits out the whole season, it's going to be a long, long season for the Giants going against defenses. Like, because you, you don't have no running game to keep defenses honest. So you're telling me that you're supposed to face Philly, Dallas, and Washington tw- two, twice and think you're going to prevail? You want to have Daniel Jones put up like 30 plus passes every time you play those teams? Yeah. It's just sad to see, dude. Like, well, I'm not surprised. Only, and one of the things that was a tip for me was when Dalvin Cook became a free agent. And he's still a free agent. Yeah. And you just think of, like, what if that was a different position? It's like, oh, someone would have taken him by now. Like, somebody would have snagged him up if he was a linebacker or wide receiver, perhaps, or something like that. Like, quarterback, they would have taken him by now. I'm like, down with Cook still on the show. Like, and they acting like he ain't got nothing in the tank. I'm like, well, clearly he does. He had a uh, a good season, last couple of seasons especially have been really good. I mean, because I've I had him last few years in fantasy football, so like I know he's been producing, but it's like, bro, like they're not even going going after him like that. And it, it, it's just funny because growing up watching football, the running back position was actually my favorite position. Like, you know, we when we uh like you know growing up watching uh, Marcus Allen and Emma Smith and Barry Sanders. And um, Terrell Davis and all those guys, man. Like, and then even even as I got older, you know, uh, Ladanian Tomlinson, like that dude was ridiculous, man. Like, so just people like that, man. And then just to see how it's just falling off, um, and how teams have become like you were talking about sloppy. That also leads to inefficiency, right? So when you try to get too cute and make these pass plays when you should be running the football and you wonder why you don't pick up certain first downs, you wonder why you don't get the touchdown and everything like that. Uh, you know, so I don't know, maybe we can blame Russell Wilson for that. Start. But I think the, the Delvin <laughs> Cook thing, uh, <laughs> the Delvin Cook thing, I, I don't look at it exactly that way because you even saw a D hop that was on the market for a while, who's in a, a different, 
you know, position. I just think for Dalvin is like there's not really uh I just don't think there's like a market for him. Like I can't think of a team where it's just like, oh, it makes sense for him to be there outside of Minnesota. Like where where could he go? Dolphins would be the, a good the Dolphins ain't got no money. After getting Ramsey, you you got Hill got his contract. You don't know what you're about to do with Tua and potentially giving him his contract. Like they, there's no money in Miami. They they got too too much tied in, and then also they traded for um, I forgot the name of the defensive player. He just slipped my mind, but they traded for him last year. So like that that's a another contract on on the books that eats up some cap space. So they they don't have. Bradley Chubb. Oh yeah, Bradley Chubb. Yeah, they they acquired Bradley Chubb, so it's like the, Miami doesn't have the money for him. Uh, the Jets could use him. Nah, they got Brees Hall. Uh, they, they got like three. They got like three bags deep. Yeah, Brees Hall, Miles Carter. Got, yeah, Carter Jr. and um. I forgot the other guy's name, but like they they're like three, three, four. Because I forgot somebody else. Maybe it was Delvin, and then somebody was talking about like potentially joining the Jets, and I think like one of them was on Twitter. And I was like, "Nah, we good over here," because <laughs> they're 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 running the they're already splitting carries of three, and all of them are like really good backs. So there's just not there's just not really a, a spot for him that I can think of that just like where he'll either get the money he wants or touches, but I'm pretty sure he, he wants touches. And he was talking about possibly, Oh, maybe me and D hop and meet up somewhere. We know he ain't going to be Derrick Henry's backup. Uh, well, if you're the giants now, why not? Why not? Dallas? Uh, Dallas. Don't do that to Dalvin's career. That that I doubt Delvin would undercut somebody like Saquon like that. Mm-hmm. And that that will be a bad look for an organization when free agency hits, where they're gonna be like, bro, you just literally had this man help y'all get to the to the playoffs and y'all just go just snag this other guy and just like push Saquon out the door like that. That that just looks like and on top of that paying Daniel Jones, that just doesn't look that doesn't look good for Delvin. That don't look good for the Giants. Yeah. Well, to your point, Coach K, I mean Dallas would be a horrible look now that he's gone. Like it it could be a little him and Tony Pollard would make a pretty good duo, honestly. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's interesting stuff. But um, oh, actually, I heard this topic too. I'm gonna throw this in here real quick. Um, so of course, Patrick Mahomes, like he's in a tier probably all by himself. And when it gets close to this season, we're gonna do our quarterback tiers on the show. But like number two, most people are saying Joe Burrow. Maybe him and Josh Allen will kind of be at that at that next year spot. So the question I heard today was, can Joe Burrow, um, I guess, overtake Patrick Mahomes as the best quarterback in the NFL? Hell no. You got to win. You got to win. I, I saw that man win on a – I said have him – Witness him Hold do comeback victories. I witnessed him win Super Bowls on bum ankles. Like who, not who? like Burrow to overtake Mahomes. And on what planet? Exactly. <laughs> like not I, if anything, all Burrow can do in in a season is become a tier one of of Pat's like caliber. Like you can put them in the same tier. Um. Also, Jalen Hurst should be in that second tier with Burrow. Uh, I believe so. But um, not if 
Burrow can only make it the same tier, but he he's not gonna he can't eclipse he can't eclipse Pat. Because right, I mean, well, Pat has yeah, Pat has a head start. So if I'm thinking about this uh, five seasons, five AFC championship games, three Super Bowls appearances, two chips, two chips, two um, Super Bowl MVPs, two regular season MVPs. Right, and so Burrow has none of that right now. I mean, with the AFC Championship, two AFC Championship appearances. Yeah, like doesn't that. he have like an Offensive Player of the Year? Maybe like something think, like that. Yeah, and I I don't count his first year because he got you know that. Well, yeah, yeah. So I, so people were talking about like because for those that are saying like, oh, he could do it this season, I think that's idiotic, and they pro- should probably get drug tested. But do you think? By the end of their careers. No. Next question. No. Next question. All right. <laughs> <laughs> next question. That's that's one of the easier questions. You might as well have a discussion about him and Josh Allen. That'll be more appropriate. No, 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 no. Josh Allen. Josh Allen don't deserve that type of respect. Because at least with Burrow, when it comes to head to head with Mahomes, he got him. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, next time I'll have a better quarterback. But I heard that today, and I'm like, why are people talking about this? Like, bro has so much ground to cover. Now, I get they did the same thing with uh, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, right? When Aaron, but that was after Aaron won his first, like, won it. Man, I heard it was a slow week in media. That's what I heard. (laughs) (laughs) There just needs to be, there just needs to be those types of discussions and you know, I think I, it's just it's just like a topic for discussion. Yeah, I was like, where did this come from? I was like, oh, I gotta put this on the show. I got left field. That's where it came from. Left field, actually, left parking lot. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for us to put our quarterback tiers together soon. Um, so yeah, everybody, look out for that. Um, we're gonna switch over to the little NBA. So summer league ended not too long ago. Cleveland Cavaliers won the league championship. Uh, first of all, their rings were pretty dope. I'd have been pretty deep that. But um, you know, you had not just you know Moby and Bates, um, and of course you had Wendy and Scooby. Um, you know, Amin and stuff like that, so like uh, his brother. Asul. Like, Asul, yeah, yes. Actually, like I like him a lot, actually, watching him play. Um, who was your summer league standout this season? We'll start with Coach K. Oh, it's easy for me. I'm going to go with the MVP, Ken Whitman. I mean, like, some of it- I don't know. Like he, he had the best stats. He was an MVP. Uh, incredible to watch. Um, a lot of energy. I mean, obviously, we'll see what that really translates to when he gets to the league. But uh, I think at least for, I mean, aside from, I still can't. I still in my mind, I'm still can't believe Fred VanVleet's getting forty million a year. But uh, they had to spend that money. Yeah, they could. Yeah. Like, man. Yeah, I, I was just like, I was about to say, like, I'm excited to see that team. And I remember Dylan Brooks is on that team, too. So, <laughs> 20. But, um, yeah. But um, I don't know. For me, I think I think Whitmore is, uh, is an exciting player to watch. Um, and I don't know. Like, he can, he can pretty much do it all except for, you know, shoot three. But. I mean, he's explosive. He's got the athleticism for sure. Did you uh you see uh Javon Freeman Liberty for Chicago? How you feel? About nah, him? nah. Okay, he's he he got he got potential. He has potential. Listen, man, I told you after the podcast, after the draft, I said the Rockets won because Cam Whitmore was supposed to be a top five pick and fell to twenty. Yeah, he's a- and he just showed y'all why he's one of the better players in the in the draft this year. But one of the stands out to me for for summer league, it wasn't 
a rookie per se. But seeing Chet homegrown back out there, I think OKC is about to be a rude awakening for a lot of teams in this league. And I think they're they're going to be one of – I wouldn't be – at best, I can see them being six. Um, But, yeah, Chet, Chet homegrown, he, he was looking good. Him and, and Jab Jabari, like a lot of the, the second-year guys um, – that that came in play. Even you know Keegan Murray came in and lit lit some stuff up. But um, but yeah, Chet Holmgren was definitely uh, one of the standouts for me seeing him hoop again. How did you feel about Orlando Robinson in Miami? Y'all need a big. Y'all you think he's a uh, he can make the uh, rotation? Well, we <laughs> we lost a mere year seven, so <laughs> I. I, I we're we're running thin, so I, I have no doubt in my mind he'll get some real rotation minutes. I'm just, you know, they're they're just not going to get done what I need to get done because they're so wrapped up in getting Dame. So, uh, <laughs> like I don't even know what's going to happen to this team at this point because we can't come up with a good enough package for Dame, and all this is doing is just causing disarray with because now at this point even for dame or not you're going to have to move tyler hero now like regardless yeah i thought that was a and, i thought that was already part of the plan though like I well, thought he was, he was a part for dame but he mm -hmm. like it wasn't like oh heroes on the market they just put him for dame so like hey, if we're getting dame y'all can get hero because that's the best asset they can give up outside of jimmy and bam so, which, which isn't that great of an asset when you're talking about getting somebody like Dane. That's why you can't get the deal done. But uh, what Hawkes though the the rookie first round rookie pick for the Heat he looked really good though. I'm excited to watch him play. I'm going to be pissed <laughs> if they wait and just do like a mid season deal because you can't trade him until. Uh, I forgot, the, but he, I think he has, like, after a rookie, they need to be under contract for, like, 60 days or something like that, 30, 60 days before they can get traded. So, like, I hope it don't it doesn't become some deadline stuff, and then they send off a Hawkeyes, a hero, and, you know, X, Y, and Z, because I, I really want to see Hawkeyes play for this team. Great, who you got? Um, you know, I picked him before, but um, my man that slipped, you know, Imani Bates, man, Mr. Bucky Getter himself. Listen, he has some ups, he has some downs, but for the most part, he got better during the um summer league. So I don't know how they're gonna fit him into the rotation, um, just because they have so many different weapons. Um, he might come off the bench and you know, spell Donovan or whatever they might do, or spell. Um, might be a stretch four, or I don't know. He could be a stretch four the way they play basketball nowadays. Yeah. Um, but just know it's insta buckets when he get in and insta shots going up because he likes six ten. Yeah, like he uh, did very well. He did. He got some timely buckets, especially in the the semifinal. Uh, I mean, okay. I have a spur, but it's not. I was about to say, like, you guys are like, when he played one good game. <laughs> okay, one good game. Yeah. Because uh, actually, him, yeah, that, that game between him and Brandon Miller was very anticlimactic. I was like, okay, yeah, this is uh, not what I thought it was going to be. But um, uh, Dominic uh, Barley, I thought was really good for San Antonio as well. Mm hmm. Yeah, he's a hooper. Uh, they because they actually had a couple of folks outside of Wimby thought played really well. Um, I always butcher his last name, but it looks like it should be Champagne, but that's not how you pronounce it. Uh, yeah, he was eating. He was eating. Yeah, he was putting people on posters and everything. Um, so yeah, the Spurs got got some 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 uh, potential folks, and so I just you know the beautiful thing about the summer league is 
you know, you got folks maybe they can go overseas and play, maybe they do the G League and play, or maybe they can get on the NBA roster. So um, there's a lot of talent out there, so hopefully they get recognized and, and get a contract somewhere. Um, okay. So with Imani Bates, how do y'all think uh, Cleveland's going to look this year? More of the same. I'm not going to lie. They'll probably be a, a first round, maybe a second round exit. Um, like they're I mean, they they said that the the lights got a little bit too bright. I expected them to trade Jared Allen during this offseason and just have Evan Mobley play the five and possibly get like a trade Allen for um a better wing player. Um like a two way wing player since like Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland aren't like the greatest defenders and they're smaller, but um, I don't know. I mean, the Bucks are back together. The, the Boston got Porzingis. Um, we'll we'll see. I I, I mean, Miami is Miami, so I, I don't I don't know the Knicks. We'll mm-hmm. see where Randall shows up, but um, I don't know. They're they're just like. They're a scary team on paper until you see them in a series. Yeah. 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 Their performance was very underwhelming last year. I mean, so I I know it it might sound like an easy way out of the conversation, but I think they're going to – yeah, I think they're going to do the same in the regular season. I think they're going to be a really good team in the regular season. It really depends on the matchup in the playoffs. Like, there's some Mm -hmm. teams that are good enough to overcome – matchups at times yeah. and I I just don't see Cleveland being one of those teams so they have to have the right matchup in order to uh, I'm trying to think of everybody like literally last year out of everybody that was in the playoffs the only team I could really see them beating is the Hawks and made and the, the Hawks and the Nets and that and mainly the Nets because they were just thrown together on the back end of the season. If they had a full year under their belt, I think it would be a little bit different. But um, so like this go around, I think they could probably they can go six, seven with Nets because I think the Nets can make it uh, back into the playoffs. But I, I, I can't see them doing that. I don't think they will beat the Knicks if they end up facing them again. And then everybody else just goes without saying. He, uh, Boston, Milwaukee, and and the Sixers with or without Harden. Yeah, yeah. I, if they get, yeah, if they get a, the Pacers make it in or. Yeah, yeah they ain't they ain't messing with the Pacers, bro. God, <laughs> no, I would love to. See I I can't, bro. I'm telling you right now because I'm a I'm a huge Tyrese Halliburton fan. Like he. I can't wait for them to make the playoffs because I know they're going to do it. They would have if he didn't go down with that injury and miss like 20 games. But, um, I mean, Benedict Matherin is going to be a lot better this year. Uh, hopefully, Miles Turner will be a lot more consistent. They they made some great additions to the team. They're like I, – I, I can't wait to see them in the series. They have a lot of potential. They made some really good offseason moves, really good for their team. Yeah. Because I've always put in the context, I was like, considering the fact that it's Indiana, uh, I was like, yeah, I think they did the best that they that they could during the offseason for sure. Mm-hmm. Getting Bruce Brown and folks. And so they, uh, they, got, they got some potential for sure. And then – was it you that said, Coach Murph, the Pistons? Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if they slide in at eight. I I think – I know it's a huge jump with them. I think they were like 14th in the, in the East last year. But, I mean, with 
they got Wiseman late in the year. Kay Cunningham missed the whole season. So now you're talking about them having whether they come off the bench or run them together. You got Wiseman and, and Duran. You got Kay Cunningham for the whole season. Um, like you, you got you a great coach, Imani Williams. Um, they still got Bogdanovich. Like they're just, they just got depth. So, yeah, that that's gonna be a, a fun team to watch, and like, they 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 can get in play play in style. Yeah, they could, they could, because I, I mean, you look at right, well, Washington losing Bill, they're not gonna be anywhere close. With Toronto losing Trevin Wheat, they're probably not gonna be. And they might end up losing Pascal too. Yeah, yeah. So that's so they'll be out. Um, Chicago is going to be a wild card here. Uh, hey James, not to be disrespectful or anything, I'm gonna go ahead and shut that down right now. <laughs> Our yeah, they, they don't got Pat Beth no more, so they they ain't gonna make no noise. Well, I mean, I, I think, I mean, I don't even know. I, was it Javon? Kavon, Javon, Javon Carter. Like, I'm not familiar with this man at all. But, I mean, we did. We just, I, with a solid point guard, I think we can make a decent. We can make the, we can make the bottom six, I think. At least yeah, I, we have the time. Y'all know why you know why y'all got him, right? Because Chicago, the Bulls are prolific for having at least one guy on their roster from Chicago. <laughs> He's from the area. They didn't have anybody filling that gas. So they, hey, let's just get Javon Carty. He's a point guard and he's from the area. They always try to find at least one guy that's from Chicago to play on the team. They're like, we lost Pat, bring in Javon. <laughs> but they got like thirty million for this dude, man. For for pedestrian for pedestrian stat. Well, I mean he 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 didn't get it's about impact. He didn't get the he didn't get a lot of tick, but he he's definitely a solid point guard. Um and then he'll be somebody that can help potentially um like AO and and Kobe uh develop a, a bit more even though that I've been saying for years they needed to trade Kobe but it is what it is. It is what it is. See. Next topic. So next topic Okay <laughs> <laughs> frustrating it's frustrating being a beast man. I, I, I it is. Okay. All right now what are your top <laughs> Who are your top five players going into this? All right, so me, and I put this in uh in order when uh you know Coach Pace asked asked us in the in the chat, but um my number one is the Joker. That's clear cut. I feel like he should be everybody's number one if you put it in order. Uh, then I got Luca. Steph, Giannis, and then the five spot, I'm kind of, you know, I, I don't know. I'm kind of lost in. I'm, I'm, it's a toss up between Ant and SGA because I see uh, the Timberwolves leaning more into Ant and making Cat a role player this year. Uh, more so of like a split in stuff like 50 50. I don't think he'll have as many opportunities that we're accustomed to him uh, doing um, from cat side. So Ant's numbers will go up. And then I think SGA for him being in a small market um, and people seeing what he's done, that now that he has that buzz around his name that, you know, and the team is going to be a lot better having, you know, Chet back and with the addition of their pieces that, People are going to see the true potential of of Shea. Yeah, he nice with it, man. That's good. And 
Um, Coach Pace had Jokic, Giannis, Luka, Embiid, and his his fifth one was a toss up. Um, but Man, that that wasn't a top, bro. He had like fifteen names on there. He did have fifteen names. I'm gonna pick <laughs> for him. I'm gonna pick Steph because uh, that one makes the most sense to me. I don't yeah, know. like I yeah, I don't know why Steph kind of got jumbled up with all those guys, <laughs> and like you know, I because well for the listeners, he had for that fifth spot a toss up between Bron, Steph, Tatum, Kawhi, KD, Book, uh, Cat, uh, um. Paul George. No, I'm joking. I, <laughs> it, book was the last name one. <laughs> book was the last name on that. But like I, I mentioned, you know, Bron is going to pick his spots. I don't understand where the belief in Tatum and Embiid comes from. Uh, Kawhi is always hurt. KD always hurt. Book, eh, yeah. So I will. I'm not mad at MB being in his spot because, all right, if you look at any given season and you say, all right, who are the best, you know, five players going to lead? You would think that the MVP from the year before would have to be in the top five somewhere. Bro, we all know he ain't deserved that. After the that that's like that what he did in the playoffs. This is exactly why people say they should give out the MVP at the end of the year because that was it. He settled after that. He was like, "All right, I got what I." The thing that makes me sick the most is not him getting it, but the fact that he's going to have this award in his house (laughs) and like look at it like yeah I earned it not really understanding that he got it out of pity because you got somebody like Kendrick Perkins pulling race cars on national TV of why MB wouldn't get the award or MB crying about it just to get in the playoffs and lay an egg again well okay to be fair the Joker life ain't fair. Joker hasn't had the best playoff success until really this year. But because they were wondering, did he deserve his MVP? Would, no. First of first of all, I gave you this whole rundown last year when they won or after they won the championship. You're saying he hasn't had the great the greatest outcomes, but what was his circumstances? His circumstances was one year it was literally just him. And then another year, it was him. What? Well, yeah, one year was just him because uh, MPJ and Murray was out pretty much the whole or out for the whole season pretty much. And then I think there was a year where there was no MPJ and it was just him and Murray. And on top of that, everybody that they lost to either made the finals or won the championship, which means they lost either to the best team in that in their conference or the best team in the league and beat it and is just getting bounced. All right. So. And it's his fault. The Sixers lose to the Raptors. The Raptors win the championship. Right. Yeah. But whose fault, but, but whose fault is why they lost that series. It was in B because he had to sit out like a game or two because of a a tummy ache when, when Jimmy Butler had his foot on a next. Philly had their foot on the Raptors next, and then he missed like game five. And then they lose to the Celtics one year. The year the Celtics went to the they lost to the Celtics twice. Twice, yeah. But the Celtics went quick word. Yeah, quick word. You know, uh, and that was Embiid's fault. (laughs) And then they got bounced by the Hawks. Oh yeah, that that one was bad. That one was bad. So, like, what are like, what the? It's not the same. I because I'm trying to be objective here because I don't, I don't think it's asinine not to have them in. I mean, not to have them in the top five. But I just look at it like, all right, well, if put them at seven, seven. If we have eight, this <laughs> big man in the league, like, all right, Joker is definitely taking that mantle now, but. NB is right. Best back. player in the league. Not best big man. Best oh, player in the league. Oh, yeah. Joker Joker is that right now, for sure. For sure, he's that right now. And I just, 
because I wanted to leave him out too, just because of the way he he just because of his press conference after they lost this past season. Is like me and James can't do it by ourselves, bro. First of all, Harden dropped forty points in, in a game. Harden, Harden, kind of, like definitely got you one of the victories because you weren't playing, and he contributed oh pretty well to the second victory too. Like you, you, you let your team down, and James Harden let your team down in the in the last few games. There. So both uh, less does an elimination game. Like, yeah. come on. So don't talk about me and James can't do it all by ourselves. Like, that's not taking personal accountability. Like he 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 did at first, and then he just basically nullified that by saying James and I can't do it by ourselves. Bro, just yeah. imagine if they won that series and faced Miami. The fact that Miami went up 3-0 on the Celtics, they was gonna get swept. That that would have been a four or five games. Maybe five. I get Philly one game, but not nah, getting sweat. They getting sweat. <laughs> yeah, I'm still going to say Tobias Harris is a fraud. Yeah, I mean, but he's still in money. He is still in money for sure. I agree with that. I agree. With Shooting that. is at a premium for real. You talking about somebody that messed up the market? Mm-hmm. So I mean I had yours. I I mean I did have MB as fifth. Boo. Um. So I didn't have Ant and I I or SG. You know SG. Yeah, I need to add some flair. Y'all need to bump that dude and beat out for real. Yeah, I was tempted to. I was tempted. I was very. You need to. But you know I I I got you know Joker and and Giannis and Curry and. Um, Luca and Embiid. Um, yeah, I'll put Austin Reeves in there before Embiid. Don't do this. Don't do this tomorrow. AR fifteen, boy. Hey, yeah, Austin Reeves is good with it though. I like him. I like him. All right, Coach K, who you got? After <laughs> you heard it, go back and forth about it. <laughs> uh, number one, I got Joker. Uh, number two, I had Luca. Uh, three, Giannis. I feel like he's gonna come back with a vengeance this year. Uh, um, four. Man, four for me is SGA. Five. I'm not gonna say, huh? KD. <laughs> Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> nah, five for me. Uh, based on what y'all said about uh, Embiid, I'm not going to say that. So uh, I'm going to say Zach Levine. Kenny. I'm about to meet your buddy. Get hey, out. He, he was Get a out. Like, Boodle. Top six. <laughs> uh, top top six. Uh, Torn goes. So. Bro, nobody. Zach Levine, okay, first of all, you can't no, be a top five player if you, like, <laughs> you can't see Zach Levine carrying his team to nothing. <laughs> you can't be top five if you can't carry your team to nothing. Nothing. He didn't even deserve to win that dunk contest, let alone being your top five. Like, I understand that Ant, me saying mentioning Ant potentially being in five, that it – He's not proven either, or he's less proven than Zach, but also he didn't have the opportunity. I believe this is going to be his first year to truly have that opportunity to take over the reins. Uh, but H SGA, he just speaks for himself. But Zach, <laughs> yeah, man, Zach is, is a number two on a winning team, maybe a number three. I don't know. It's just, but the thing is, is like, since he's so ball dominant, I don't even know how you could. He's just a great player. We'll just put it that way. He's just a great player. He he doesn't result in winning. I don't ever see him winning, whether it's with the Bulls or anywhere else. My true, my true number five is Steph Curry. Yeah, that's better. I knew you wanted to create some. I knew you wanted to. 
make that. Yeah, man, it, it doesn't even work though, man. Like, like Coach Murph doesn't even make it any fun, bro. Argument. I love Jimmy Butler, my favorite player. I ain't say his name for a reason. Yeah, I I thought you would have Jimmy uh, at like five or something like that. Nah. I, I didn't I didn't foresee Ant being in there because um, just because like you said opportunity yeah but could he at some point yeah yeah this should be his breakout year remember he was the number one pick in All Star game for a reason yeah, I I was a little shocked that Luca was so high not that he was in your top five but that he was so high on both of y'all's list because. For him to be higher than Giannis, and Giannis has a championship, defensive player of the year, MVPs. Well, we saying going into this season. Yeah. So, I, like, I, I'm like scratch all the like the accolade stuff. Is just what did I see from you last season? What's the dynamic of your team going into this season? That's why I got Ant in there because I'm like, okay, I see this being your breakout year. You were the number one pick. And the All Star game out of, of all the top players in the in the NBA, using air quotes, obviously. But um, like Giannis, I see him having a you know a a Giannis season, but I can see some some struggles within just because of the age of their team and they're they're not really doing a great job developing like around them young talent wise. Mm-hmm. And I think they're just trying to they're they're kind of running with the mindset of like, hey, we got Giannis, but as you can see the teams that are making runs, like how you saw them getting bounced by Miami, the you just having that guy isn't enough. Just having Braun wasn't enough. Just having Steph wasn't enough. Just having Jokic wasn't enough, and you saw that through the past years until he got his team back. And when they added Gordon and, you know, Bruce Brown, so, like, you're – but they haven't made any moves like that. It's just like, hey, we got Brooke Lopez back. We still got Drew Holiday. We got Chris Middleton back, and we still have Giannis here. When everybody around you is developing, like – Porzingis going to the Celtics is a pretty big deal, especially if Jalen Brown stayed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, Ant got a little luxury because he he plays with, you know, one of the best big men in the league who changed the game. Best no, the best shooting big man of all time. Best shooting big man of all time who changed the game. Demarcus Cousins? <laughs> <laughs> He just got him a contract. For those of you that haven't tuned in before, uh, Coach Murph absolutely despises Carl Anthony Towns. So any opportunity I can to bring up that conversation, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Bro, he's just a walking liar. (laughs) (laughs) He lies about his voice. He lies about his impact on the game. I'll never forget. He he was interviewing KD as Carl Carl Towns. Yeah, but I'm I'm excited about the NBA season. You know, it's just so sad. You know, the fall of John Morant because he was definitely if we'd have had this last season the same discussion, John Morant would have been in the top five for probably all all of us, and messed it up, messed it up. But well, hopefully, he bounces back. And gets his life together. But anyway, so we're going to round this off. So for the last couple episodes, we've done, you know, uh, top point, five point guards of all time, top shooting guards of all time. Now we're going to do top five small forwards of all time. So, um, Coach Mark, go ahead and kick us off. Number one. Jimmy Butler. No, I'm just wow. <laughs> LeBron James. <laughs> I was like, yeah. go keep Jimmy Butler off your top five going into the next season, but have him as the greatest. Nah, uh, Le- Le- LeBron James definitely number one. That just goes out 
without saying for everybody. Um, after that, everything just kind of get jug jungled up because like there's a lot of like you know good small fours you know throughout throughout the years. Number, Number two, two, I had to go with that that Slum Reaper, that Kevin Durant, three, Larry Bird, four. Is kind of bias for me, mm. but I had to go with the I had to go with my boy Neek Dominique Wilkins, mm. and then uh five, Doctor J. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Um, Coach K, who do you have? Man, I'm probably gonna catch five for this. But I don't care. Boy. Zach Levine, bro. You say Zach. nah. <laughs> Number one, I'm going with Scott Pippen. Oh my god! <laughs> nah, number one. <laughs> and you, you was better off putting Larsa Pippen there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man. Um, number one, LeBron James. Oh man, this one. I mean, I'm going more awesome. It's like my personal. Favorite. So bear with me. That's that's why. So that's why number two I got Doctor J. So I mean his stats didn't get a lot of his stats didn't get recorded in place, so you never know what could have happened. Uh, number three I got Larry Bird. Four, I got Elgin Baylor. And I'm I'm only going to do four. Because you don't want to have KD in there. <laughs> um, Durantula. FKD. <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to say, this is, this is what I'm going to do. You know how Kobe and Shaq sat down and talked about it. You know how Magic Johnson and Isaiah Thomas talked about it and hashed it out. This, I'm, you and KD going to have to sit down and talk about this. And then, Demaris, you and Car Anthony. No. No. <laughs> I'll talk to Ant, though. <laughs> well, maybe Ant could be the mediator between the two. Nah. <laughs> nah. Like, what's up with your boy? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I Brian, I have Bird at two, Katie at three, Dr. J at four. Now, five was the struggle for me because – I'm a huge Dominique Wilkins fan. Like, I had a chance to meet him in person, get a picture with him and everything. Like, it's just like, because it, it light built up. Flex. What'd you say? I said light flex. Light flex, you know what I'm saying. But uh, if it wasn't for Larry Bird, I think Dominique would have been more successful. Like, if it wasn't for the Celtics, it's like you, sometimes, sometimes you just have those teams that just get in your way and they stay in your way. Like, LeBron has done that to several people, Jordan has done that to several people. Um, but yeah, and so Larry Bird did that to Dominique. Uh, so I was struggling between him and Scottie Pippen. I kind of have to give Scottie credit though. One of the best two-way players this game has ever seen. Um, I will give him credit for that. Anything after his retirement, I'm not counting. And this, all his ridiculous comments that he's made and, and book <laughs> that came out. Uh, I'm trying to leave that out of the equation here, but just like on the floor, it's hard to be like, well, you did win six championships as the second best player on all six of those teams. Um, you know, gold medalist for the, for the 92 Olympics. Uh, and then that the first year that Jordan retired, Pippen did play, play well. He struggled the following season, but that first season he played well um, on his own. And then he begged for Michael Jordan to come back. But for what it's worth, he did play well. So I I'll I'll put Scottie Pippen as five in it and Dominique as six. Yeah, I was considering him too, but just him being number two just didn't uh that's kind of like what kept them out of it because even though that Dominique doesn't have the accolades it's just like he was the guy though yes that's true so that's true it, and that was the that was the I was 
that's why I was debating leaving him out because, well, you were never the best player on a team that won anything. Yeah. He did, I mean, like I said, he had that little run in Jordan's first, but, you know, um, yeah. I'll try to give him some props. I'll try to give him some props here. But, yeah, Dominique's my guy, man, because it's like people made a big deal of Vince Carter because Vince Carter is amazing. But, like, you know, for for that, Dominique was killing it. Like human highlight reel. Uh, so for those of you that aren't familiar with Dominic Wilkins, go on YouTube, look up a highlight reel. Um, that that dude was a, no joke. joke. Well, I guess that's it for us today. Uh, we were not going to be uh be on next week, but the following week we should be. So yeah, some of us are going to be. And Puerto Rico. And some of us will be in Vegas watching one of the big or the biggest fight of the year. So okay, so what I want y'all to know out here, I want to give you context to this. Um Coach K is gonna be in Cleveland. He doesn't count in this this part of the conversation. <laughs> now Coach K is gonna be in the, the Cleveland. The summer, land the league celebration. This summer league. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that was true. I wish that was true. That would be amazing. Yo, run it out of bar. <laughs> right. Get nah. one free round of drinks and that's it. Everybody go back home after that. <laughs> Bro, there's probably be like two players on the team that could actually drink. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, yeah, Coach Mark, tell, tell people where, where you're going. What you doing? Uh, I'm just headed to Puerto Rico, man. You know, I'm the best man for my for my guys. Uh, uh, my friend is getting married in September, so the bachelor party is going to be in Puerto Rico. Just do just doing some chill stuff, some sightseeing, some you know, some bachelor party type activities. Just just vibing, man. That's it. That's gonna be fun, bro. That's gonna be fun. So. There's a, there's a lot of perks to being part of a wedding. You know, so you get a lot of free stuff. And food. And but. Well, I mean, Puerto Rico speaks for itself. I mean, but what are you about to do? Rubbing elbows with Diddy. Listen, it, it, <laughs> maybe, maybe. I'm going to try to catch Diddy in the hallway. But. Um, catch him outside. How about that? How about that? Uh, so I'm going to Vegas to uh, the Terrence Crawford, Errol Spence Jr. fight um, next Saturday. So Breaking news. We're going to have an on-site correspondent for the biggest fight <laughs> of the decade. So the, the next show that we do, I'm going to break it down exactly what happened. I'm going to be there to see it in person. I'm looking forward to it. I just hope to see a good fight. And for the amount of money that I pay, it better go all, all around, like all 12 rounds. The decision? And a decision. It better go like, so if somebody gets knocked, if somebody gets knocked out before the 12th round, nah, we're going to have, somebody else is going to have to fight. Even well, what, is, what is this at the very end? Well, there's going to be other fights going on. It's not like it's, you know, all going, there's uh, undercard fights. There's undercards. And I need all of them to go the distance too. Like, listen. <laughs> It's just what the the world's longest boxing event. Everybody, Everybody who max max time. Everybody max time. I'm trying to tell y'all if if somebody get knocked out too early in the fight, there's gonna be another fight in the crowd. I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> pick I'm pick two random people. Now I'm pretty Not sure the the Paul brothers will be there. They'll be down. There we go. Yeah, yeah. We gonna get we gonna get the Paul brothers there. Yeah. Yeah, but hopefully I might run into a celebrity. I, hopefully. We ain't going to be sitting Hopefully you will. It's Vegas, the biggest fight. It's going to be loaded with celebrities. Sam, I'm just, I'm just trying to catch, you know, if Rihanna wasn't pregnant, man, this would have been a great opportunity. Uh-huh. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Nah. Mm-mm. Nah? Mm-mm. Oh, I Mm-mm. forgot that, bro. That's yeah, true. yeah. Thank you, brother. <laughs> now, that's that's ASAP. <laughs> Oh, I forgot. <laughs> For now. I mean, that's because she ain't met me yet. Come on now. Come on. I mean, everybody upgrades at some point. It's just a matter of time. 
just gotta know what you're upgrading to. If she don't, like either, yeah, either one of us is definitely the sure. Yes, he does have like very smooth skin though. That black don't crack though. I was like, I was like, man, what is his skin treatment? But anyway, that's what that's what we're gonna be next week. So excited to talk to y'all next time about uh, about the fight. And then we definitely got to hear about how this wedding stuff went. And then we'll see how the uh, parade goes in Cleveland. I'm going to leave as Cleveland. They'll start throwing stuff at <laughs> Telling y'all, man. Don't sleep on Cleveland. They're about to hang a, ban- a banner for that. They're going to have a banner ceremony. Game one. <laughs> Banner ceremony is putting up. Kenny gonna be there filming it. So Kenny's a, a photographer, a videographer. He's gonna be there. Be hey, I, I did want to throw a flex out too. Uh I, I actually threw a bounce pass to Dominique Wilkins for a basketball commercial. He did. That, that also that is that is the truth. Coach K did. Get a chance to be part of a, a commercial shoot with Dominique Wilkins. That's pretty dope. Was that for Hennessy? Yeah, but he he didn't like my bounce pass, so somebody else had to throw it after. <laughs> Dang, bro, you bounced it to him like a light skin. Hey, hey, what's that supposed to be? <laughs> 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 like, you got to add more umph to that, man. These light passes. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. That was so funny. When y'all told me that, I was like, oh, man. Smurf was like, yeah, that's what happened. Kitty. <laughs> he didn't like Kitty's pass at all. He has to retire from the game. Bro, you're supposed to do the best pass ever. He's about to, about to put you on with the Hawks. Yo, like, hey, yo, give this man a tryout. Just passing drills. Oh. But you messed that up. Sure you could have been, been like the 15th man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we could have all been at the games by now. We could have all been. Sitting at the game, a Hawks game, bro. Selfish. That's so so. You gotta capitalize on your moment, Kenny. Bro, I'd, if he told me that, I'm telling, bro. The rest of my day, I'm just like in a corner, passing the ball to myself. Just pass it, <laughs> pass okay, it until awesome. my hands start bleeding. Exactly. I'll be so embarrassed. Like, dang, bro, I gotta go really grind. <laughs> yeah, it, it was um, it was super embarrassing, but you know. I'm I'm back in the gym, you know what I'm saying? So I'm working it out. Get there. He got one of those. You're gonna get that pass right, Dominique. <laughs> like they do in the all-star game. Yeah, with those little things set up. Like oh, uh, the little tire. For the skills competition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Kitty keep missing it. <laughs> You gonna get it together one day, brother. One day. One day. Yeah, we we we, go, we still got a little bit of summer left. We're gonna work on that bounce pass. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, all right. We appreciate y'all hanging out with us. We had a good time with y'all. Hope you did too. And we'll catch you in a few weeks, right back here on the coach's box. So have a um a blessed and safe weekend on behalf of Coach Murph, Coach K, and Coach Pace. We'll see y'all next time. Peace, y'all.